in the immediate aftermath of Pesach, there's always a mad rush to find out exactly which stores one can buy chametz from and which stores one cannot buy chametz from. You find lists, shuls send out lists. These 15 stores are okay, these five stores are questionable, these are not okay. These you can buy from starting two weeks after Pesach, these you can only buy for the first two weeks after Pesach and not after that. All these different, and no matter how many stores I find, no matter how many stores we send out an email with, these are your options. You have these 15 options. You always get someone to say, oh yeah, but what about this one? You know, there's always like, like those 15 aren't good enough. What, what about this one? Can I, can I buy chametz at this store? That's so uh, let's discuss a little bit about Chamei Shavuot of Pesach, both in terms of what the background to the halach is, and in terms of practically what the uh, what the ongoing issues are with Chamei Shavuot of Pesach. So there is a um, Mishnah in Parakal Shadav Chav Chesam Ralf from Sach Pesachim Chamei Shal Nachri Shavuot of Pesach Muterbana Vishal Yisrael Asubana Chamei of a guy that was over of Pesach that was owned by a non-Jew on Pesach is mutter to get a from after Pesach. If it was owned by a Jew on Pesach, it's aser bahanaa. The uh, the the rush and the riff, the rush in Simendalin and the riff on Zayin and Alpadape riff both point out that when we say chamit shal nachri shavuot of Pesach is mutter bahanaa, it doesn't mean that it's aser bahachila. It's mutter bahachila also. It's uh, mutter both bahachila and bahanaa. Um, the uh, the, Shulchan, the Rambam Parakal Falachadalid in Chamitz Matzah, as Korn Shulchan Aruch says that the Chamitz Shal Yisrael Asubana, Chamitz Shal Yisrael Shavuot Pesach Asubana, even if he nichal shogegoones, even if the the fact that it was uh, that it was Avraham of Pesach was not done purposely, it was only done b'shogeg or only ba'ones. So what's the reason for this uh, iser of chametz sha'avar alav pesach So it seems that the, uh, the, the reason for the iser was to prevent the abuse of the uh, iser of bal yira, bal That there is an iser that one is not allowed to own chametz on uh, Pesach and if chametz left in your possession over Pesach were allowed to remain uh, mutter um, then, uh, then people would become lax with the requirement of tashbisu they wouldn't destroy the chametz properly before Pesach and therefore they would come to violate Bali Rabbi Matzei however, some of the Rishonim say forget about Bali Rabbi Matzei even if uh, not for the issue of Bali Rabbi Matzei, the Rush writes for example if I'm not mistaken that the, there's an additional concern of, uh, I'm sorry, the Yushalmi in Pesach and Perak Beis, Allah Chabez writes, Hifkir Chemtso Bishlosh Asa, Lachar Pesach Mahu, Rabbi Yochanan Mar Asri, Rabbi Shimon Lachar Mutter, Rabbi Yochanan Chashash Laharama, Rabbi Shimon Lachish Lo Chashash Laharama. That apparently part of the concern is of Chashash Haarama. That it, what does it mean, Harama? So the Rush explains in the second parak of Psachim, Simendalim, that we're choshesh, that a person is going to say that he was mafkir, his chametz before Pesach, but he wasn't really mafkir. Or as the Me'iri writes in Maginavos, Simen Yilchas, he's not going to be mafkir, believe Shalem. He's not going to really sincerely be mafkir, his chametz, and therefore we're concerned for that. So even if there's a situation where maybe you won't violate Bayimatzeh. Such as the case, as Mishabru points out, if it was Ba'ones, we passed in that Ba'ones is also Asr. Mishabru points out in Sivkat and Tess and Simintaf Memches that, uh, that if it was Ones, you were unable to be Mavirid, so you didn't violate Bayiraya, but still, Kansinan Hetera Atu Isura. We still make this Knas that Chamei Chavar Lava Pesach is Asr. So this is the basic halach of Chamei Shavu Lava Pesach, and it is, uh, it's paskind 
in Shulchan Aruch. Now they're, they're in, in Simitav Memches, Sif Aleph through, through Gimel. Now the common shilas that come up with Chamed Shavalava Pesach, someone was just asking a few minutes ago before we started the year, what if you have a delivery of Chamed that comes on Pesach? So that can be a violation of Chamed Shavalava Pesach. A non-Jew sends you Chamed that arrives on Pesach. I get the shilas all the time, people in their office, their, their co-workers are selling their daughters come around to the office and selling Girl Scout cookies. So you want to be a good co-worker, you order the Girl Scout, plus the, the cookies are delicious. So you, you order the, and they're, they're kosher. So you order the Girl Scout cookies through, uh, you know, with, uh, with the friend's uh, daughter, with the co-worker's daughter. They show up to their office after Pesach on their desk, a box of Girl Scout cookies. So it was delivered sometime over Yantif. They want to know, is that a violation of Chamit Shavalav Pesach? Someone had just asked, uh, Amazon, they signed up for some Amazon service. I forgot what it's called. I have the email right here somewhere. And someone signed up for, uh, for an Amazon service. It's called uh, If Amazon Subscribe and Save sent us chametz on Pesach. Is that considered to be chametz? So this is clear in Shulchan Aruch in Siv Beis and Tav Memches. Im Eino Yehudi Mevli Yisrael Doron Chametz Biyamachron Shal Pesach. If a non-Jew brings a gift of Chametz on the last day of Pesach, Lo Yikablenu Yisrael, you shouldn't accept it, and you should make it clear that you don't want it. It's better to say Beferish you don't want it, but. Um, uh, the, the halacha is that it doesn't necessarily become yours um, even if you don't want it it doesn't necessarily become become yours because we assume that you don't want it your chatzar is not going to be kona shalomidaita when you're not interested or it's not going to be kona balkarcho when you're not interested in actually being kona the, uh, the chametz so Pasha says if you have no intention to be kona the chametz and it just arrives so you have the ability to say, I'm not being conned until after the Antifa remains, Chemsa Shal Nachri, or Chamit Shal Hefker, which is also not a violation of Chamit Shal Pesach, if it was Hefker. So that would, uh, with the Chorah, not be a problem. There are many chubas in the Achronim about, uh, about these issues, about uh, deliveries of, uh, of, of Chamit that come, that come on Pesach. Um, just trying to find where, where the Achronim talk about it. For example, if you look, in the Chuvas Chalkas Yaakov or Chaim Sim Kuft he discusses packages of, of chametz that come on Pesach, and he goes through at great length what exactly the uh, the, the the issue would be. And at the end of the day, he's makel b'makom hefsim ruba at least. That if it's makom, it's hard to say Girl Scout cookies are hefsim ruba. But he's makel b'makom hefsim ruba. Rav Moshe discusses from the other side. Someone had sent uh, from America to Eretz Yisrael. Rav Moshe writes in the tshuva in Arachaim Chelik Aleph Sim Kuf Mem Vav, and it, someone sent. From, uh, from, from America to Eretz Yisrael, and it didn't arrive in, in, until after Pesach. So uh, w- what, what's the halacha? W- what's the Does it get included in the Mechira of the Mishaleach? Does it not get included in the Mechira of the Mishaleach? You have all sorts of tshuvas like this in the, uh, the Achronim. Now, most practically for us, most practically what comes up is you want to shop at the store. And you have to figure out does the, who owns the store. Does a Jew own the store? Does a non-Jew own the store? Now, if a Jew owns the store, then obviously any chametz that they had in their possession over the course of Yantav is going to be a significant problem. If a non-Jew owns the store, so we always thought, okay, so it's fine. It's chametz shel nachri. But then uh, many, many years ago, people realized that the way the 
the grocery system works in the in the United States and probably around the world um, is different than the way it used to work in Talmudic times and in the time of Shulchan Aruch. It used to be you would make food and then you would sell the food that you made. But now there's so many other uh, there's the manufacturer. Then the manufacturer sends it to the wholesaler. The wholesaler sells it to the retailer. So the man, you have to make sure that at each stage that there aren't Jews. So if the manufacturer of the cereal or whatever it is that you're selling is a Jew, so then you have to make sure that that wasn't in the possession of the manufacturer, wasn't made on Pesach. And if the manufacturer was a non-Jew, which most cereals, General Mills, and all these other cereals are not, not, not a problem being a Jew, then you have to worry that at least the wholesaler not be a Jew, because if the wholesaler is a Jew, then you run into problems of Chamesh Shavu Pesach for anything that was in the possession of the wholesaler over uh, over Pesach. So to verify that the that the grocery store is not owned by a Jew is may not be enough. So what they what what the problem always was was that the some of the major wholesalers were uh, were owned by Jews. There's a uh, the CNS and I think Crasdale or something it's called. There were the two major wholesalers in the uh, the wholesale stage that supplied. CNS was the the second largest wholesaler in the United States. Would provide for uh, A and P and Safeway and Pathmark and Walmart and Target and Grand Union and many 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 other stores. And uh, they they were owned. By uh, by Jews. So Rav Moshe has a tshuva. Rav Moshe Rav Moshe has a tshuva. Nigus Moshe or Chaim Chel Dalit Simon Sadivad. No, is that the right tshuva? Uh, yeah, I think so. Where Rav Moshe discusses, what if you have uh, a, a a place that uh, that's owned by Jews, but they do mechiras chametz before Pesach to a guy, and then they continue to do business over Pesach. So how do we view that? They, they sell the chametz that they sell to guy. They sell. So Rav Moshe holds that such a sale of mechiras chametz is valid. It doesn't belong to them. They're stam ganavim. They're ganavim because they're taking what really belongs to the guy. But but the, the mechira is actually valid. Salvation thought no it makes the whole mechira a joke. You're going to continue to do business after you do the mechira. So for years they did a mechira relying on Rav Moshe Shita. I think Rabbi Taitz from Elizabeth did the mechira for this major wholesaler. So it was always the debate: should you rely on it? Should you not rely on it? And that was always the concern. In recent years, it's become less of a concern because now they uh, no longer do a mechira where they sell the chametz to a guy. Now they sell the whole business to a guy for the whole pesach. So the whole business is sold to a guy where you don't have a concern. So they're continuing to do business, but it's the guy that's continuing to do business because the whole business was sold to a guy. So some people are still unhappy with that. They still don't like the sale. I'm told that the Star K says that you shouldn't buy a Target because Target supplier CNS and they, uh, the, they, they, the whole uh, business sold to a guy that are behind him and doesn't like that Mechira. But the Chav K and many others are, uh, are perfectly fine with that Mechira. If I'm not mistaken, I think Rabbi Belsky's Rachel did the Mechira last year. Um, but whoever does it, does it in such a way where now they sell the entire business. So that's why you may have seen different lists that come out where they say, okay, you can buy at all these chain supermarkets. And uh, Target, uh, questionable. So why do they say Target is questionable? Because it relies on that Mechira, which is much, much better than the Mechira used to be, which in turn is much, much better than not having a Mechira at all. When does the whole concern go away? At what point can you say, okay, now it's over. Now we're not, we're not going to be worried about this anymore. So the truth is, when, as soon as you're in an area of reasonable suffix, so then it's suffix drabanam lakula. Typically, the research shows that in a major supermarket, if the supermarket is run properly, it takes about two weeks to have a turnover. 
um, uh, to have turnover of, uh, of the items, all the items on the shelf. So if the supermarket's owned by a Jew, so for the next two weeks, uh, you have to be careful after Pesach not to buy anything. If the supermarket's owned by a guy, um, then, and you're only worried about the supplier, if you are indeed worried about the supplier, so then you should give it four weeks, because the supplier has a two-week turnover rate, plus the grocery store has a two-week turnover rate for most of these, uh, most of these basic most of these basic groceries. So by the time you get to Lag Baomer, or thereabouts, you know, you're at least in the area of Suffolk, and probably more than that. You're probably uh, well, you know, past the, uh, the point of Suffolk, where one could assume that, uh, that we could be Mekel. So at the end of the day, it's actually become much, much easier for us nowadays. That the, the wholesalers, the, uh, the, 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 the manufacturers are largely non-Jews. The wholesalers are, uh, are uh, now being sold to non-Jews, and the other major wholesaler that used to be Jewish-owned has been sold, mamish sold, not just Amachir Eschamit, mamish sold uh, to non-Jews, so it's not, not, not a concern. And many of the major supermarket chains um, are owned, uh, are publicly traded companies. I believe Target is a publicly traded company. So a publicly traded company, so there's a question, how much Jewish ownership would be a problem? But I think most of the posts can work with the assumption that you don't have to track down how much stock is owned by Jews or even who necessarily runs the company, that the, uh, the, the publicly traded company is, uh, is a corporation. It's owned by, uh, it's, 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 it's like uh, its own entity, so it's not considered Chemtso Shal Yisrael. It wouldn't be considered the Chemtso of a Jew anyway. It's the Chemtso of this entity called the corporation. So I think most poskim are mekel with, with that issue as well, certainly for the Yisrael of Chemtso Shal of a Pesach. So you only have to be careful, like when you're dealing with like a smaller store, like I'm told, one of the liquor stores on Rockaway Turnpike here is uh, owned by a Jew and doesn't do Mechiros Chavitz. Okay, so that's a small store of liquor can stay for a long, long time. So that could actually, you know, that can, that can be a serious problem. But most of the major stores, we have less of a problem. The easiest way to avoid all the problems is by buying from a store that's a Jewish-owned store that's under a, vadaka, a reliable Vadakashros, where... Um, where you know they do mechiras chametz on all the stock they have before, they wait a couple of weeks till they order, or they make sure that the orders are done in such a way where they're ordering from you know it's done under the guidance of a, of a competent rabbi who makes sure that everything that they're ordering is not a violation of chametz over love pesach. So the best thing to do is just uh, and anyway it's always better to give your business to to, to Yidin and to support the uh, the establishments that are uh, Jewish run establishments. So that's always the easiest way, the best way to avoid all all problems. But even if you can't, most of the major chain supermarkets, you consult your, your uh, local list and you'll see most of them you're allowed to buy from anyway.